Today on a Dictionary of Finance from the European Investment Bank, the European Fund for Strategic Investments, which from now on we can just call FC. This is the one time where I'm going to break my rule and allow an acronym. We've got the perfect person to talk to about that because we're here with Deputy Managing Director of FC, Iliana Tsanova. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Now, those of us, those of you who are listening, will not realize that Ileana is actually quite young. We're sitting here and we can see that she's quite young. In fact, she's a designated young global leader. So not just a young person, but also a young global leader. Who designates young global leaders? The World Economic Forum, which is the group that organizes the famous Davos conference. So does that mean you got to go to Davos? Well, once um, in a while, yes. I so, so you go to the disco with Mick Jagger? Because that's all I ever hear about Davos. I mean, I know there are these powerful people that go there and they do these important speeches. But actually, at the end of the day, you get to go to the disco with Mick Jagger. I must say there are some great parties going on. But unfortunately, I just heard and read about this. I didn't, uh, um, I didn't go there because I was so exhausted by the end of the day. I just really wanted to, to go back and... What time does the day start the day started at 7 o'clock. I mean, it's the first formal uh, appointment at 7 o'clock. It's usually a breakfast on an important topic with some interesting people. And that's when Mick Jagger is going to bed. And, uh, so that you, didn't, you, did, you, you, didn't, bed, yeah. you didn't cross. So we will just cross on the street. He's going back to his hotel room and I'm on my way to, uh, to the first meeting. Oh, that makes us very lucky to have you, a very senior woman, here to talk about FC. So I'll say, I'll say it not as an acronym, yeah. just so we get it down. European Fund for Strategic Investments. What is that? So it was launched uh, in uh, November 2014. It's actually uh, part of a bigger initiative, which is called the Investment Plan for Europe. And it's a flagship initiative of the European Commission. It was actually a policy response to the consequences of the global financial and economic crisis, which um, really uh, led to... Um, um, high unemployment, um, lack of investments, and reduced competitiveness. So this was not really sustainable and something needed to be done. At the same time, it was um, um, an interesting situation on the market. There was ample liquidity on the market, partially fueled by the generous quantitative easing uh, by the European Central Bank. Um, there were historical low interest rates, but still investors were not keen to put their money into the real economy. They were just not keen to, to take risk and invest. So a lot of liquidity, meaning everyone a lot of had cash. money exactly. to put into it, but they weren't investing for some reason. That, that's, that's right. Um, so this situation was not sustainable and something needed to be done as a matter of urgency. So this led to FC. And um, what is FC? It's uh, really... The backbone of this is a, a financial guarantee of, uh, uh, of the European budget provided to European Investment Bank Group with the idea to increase their risk-bearing capacity. Why? Because to capture this liquidity on the market and to make investors keen to invest, we needed to de-risk these investment opportunities for them. So by, by doing this, EAB would invest in viable projects um, uh, and will make them also attractive to other, uh, uh, to other participants to co-invest. And these should be indeed viable projects that for whatever reason, the market is not keen 
to support at the time when this investment is sought to be uh, sought to be made. So, with this guarantee, the the EIB would be willing to um, make riskier loans, and the fact that the EIB is making these loans mm-hmm. would then also encourage the the private sector to to co-invest. Yes, exactly. That's the the objective. EIB, as you all know, is also a very traditional product financial institution, and in the past, um, the bank used to invest. I think close to 5% of its annual business volume into projects that are um, sub-investment grade, or as we call it, special activities. With this guarantee, the bank uh, was supposed to really scale up these sub-investment grade, investor, in, sub-investment grade investments. Um, and by doing so, uh, the bank would de-risk these investments for... Uh, other investors that would uh, come in with us to support uh, particular so projects. So de- de-risk meaning take some of the risk onto the EIB, onto the There, there are were. various ways of doing that. One is to actually share the risk with, uh, 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 with other investors. Another way is to take a subordinated position uh, in a financial structure uh, while the other investors would come at more senior, more privileged, let, less risky exposure. Uh, Meaning uh, exposure. that if, if things go wrong, the EIB takes the loss before the private investors. That's so right. That's, that's part right. of taking the risk. Okay. That's right. And the way FC Guarantee is making it possible for us is by um, actually guaranteeing uh, this portfolio of investments that we have uh, generated uh, to a certain extent, I mean, there is a complex uh, risk-sharing structure between the public funding the EU guarantee and us, but the easiest way is as a, it's, it's a first loss on portfolio of investments. And if these investment, some of these investments go into bankruptcy, the first hit would be taken by the public guarantee. When this guarantee capacity is exhausted, then it's going to be EAB taking the hit. Now, the, the question that when we've talked about de-risking and so on before that, that occurs to me is that sounds like a great deal for the private investor. It doesn't sound like such a great deal for the taxpayer because that's where the money is going to be lost first. But what's what's the policy idea behind that? Well, um, I would actually disagree with you on on, on this. Um, I think it's a great deal for the taxpayer because um, we use a public scarce public resource to stimulate investment, catalyze investment, create jobs, and this leaves a very long term legacy uh, for for our economy. Um, but to Talk about who benefits and how. I think it's important that we also <clears throat> take into account uh, the practical implementation of FC because it's European Investment Bank that uh, originates those deals, uh, appraises those deals, implements those, deal- those deals uh, using their proven processes um, and normal due diligence process, which, as you all know, works pretty well. And we know how to take care of um, our shareholders' money, and that is why we are also the biggest issuer of bonds on the financial markets, and we have AAA rating because we know what we are doing. So in that respect, the taxpayer has their money safe with us, I think. Yet, of course, we need to take uh, more risk, but this is, uh, this is normal for a financial investor um, uh, on the market. 
And I think it's also important to um, recognize the fact that FCA per se has its own uh, independent governance structure, uh, which consists of a managing director, a deputy managing director, which is me, and an investment committee consisting of eight independent members that get together almost every month and uh, decide on which projects are uh, suitable to benefit from uh, the FC guarantee. And you just touched very slightly on the concept of additionality. Is that right? Mm, yes, <laughs> that's where we're going. <laughs> yeah. So what is an additionality? Well, additionality is a... I think it's a very uh, core concept at the heart of EFSA, but not only at the heart of EFSA, it's a core concept in development finance universe. Um, and there are different definitions, but the bottom line is, um, how are we uh, a making an investment possible? How are we are additional to the market? And then the additionality has, in general, two, two aspects, financial and non-financial one. The financial relates to the terms of the actual investment. Are we providing um, a tenor, which is uh, uh, what the project needs, but the market, meaning local financial system or financial markets or other banks, are not ready to provide? Are we providing a structure that is suitable for this particular investment, which uh, is not being offered by anyone else on the market, or at least not at the same terms and conditions? So this is in general, the financial additionality. And then the non-financial one, which is very, very, um, I would say, typical for development financial institutions and international financial institutions, is exactly how you add value in uh, different terms than the financial. Are you providing a specific advice that would make an investment happen, improve the technical design um, or the feasibility study? Um, are we imposing specific conditions in the loan documentation to ensure that uh, uh, this investment is sustainable and the company has sound financial and operational management in place and things like that? In EFSA terms, additionality um, is defined in the regulation and basically refers to uh, two, um, two dimensions. Um, operations are additional if they, one, address a market failure or suboptimal investment situation, and two, they could not be carried out by the EAB uh, without the FCA support. Mm -hmm. So what's a market failure? Market failure is a, an economic concept of a situation where the market does not provide a given good or services at the optimal price to the society. That's in general. And there is a list of market failures that we, um, we observe, like failure of financial markets to provide funding to uh, small and medium enterprises, for example, or imperfect competition where we have weak regulatory system in place um, or um, insufficient information. What we observed at that time uh, was a pan-European market failure uh, of a as I said, ample liquidity of the market, but lack of risk-taking. So we needed to create an instrument that would address this specific uh, market failure. And this was a necessary condition for us to intervene because both EAB and EFSA are political instruments at the end of the day. In that analysis done at that time, and it became crystal clear that um, 
the obstacles to investments were not only financial, but also non-financial, like um, a poor regulation, uh, inefficient systems, etc., etc. So we needed to put a comprehensive plan uh, to address those non-financial barriers to in, uh, investment, namely uh, the second pillar, which is advisory support, uh, meaning you know, how we can support public and private project promoters to prepare good projects that could attract finance, not only from EAB, but from any other investor, because capacity constraints were definitely limiting deal flow. And the third pillar, which is very important, is a set of measures for structural reforms at the level of the member states and at the level of the European Commission to improve the investment environment. Meaning changing laws in all the different countries. That's right. Uh, when, exactly. When we talk about um, energy union, banking union, capital markets union, these are the pan-European measures. And at the member states, uh, of course, they're very specific um, depending on the member states. And it's really the politicians that are in charge of making this happen, because EFSA as a financial instrument uh, can only mitigate the consequences of those market failures, but can't really cause the cu- uh, cure the, the, the cause. And the first pillar is FC itself, is, is, the, is the fund for strategic investments. That's right, that's mm-hmm. the financial arm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the, that some of the market failures were in small and medium-sized enterprises. What what other areas is, is FC targeting? Is it just for every kind of business or are there particular uh, windows that you're, you're trying to look at the economy through? Well, um, in terms of uh, sectorial eligibility, um, they're more or less the one that uh, we finance uh, at the European Investment Bank. It's um, renewable energy, it's transport, it's social infrastructure, it's research and innovation, it's support to SMEs. Um, However, the way we channel the investments through the end beneficiaries uh, is through, as you mentioned, two windows. One is the infrastructure and innovation window, which is managed uh, by the European Investment Bank. And the other window is uh, the small and medium enterprise window, which is managed by the European Investment Fund. Thus, we are basically uh, building on the two institutions' capacity to really address uh, the investment needs on the market. Um, The small and medium enterprise window is basically channeling the investments through um, uh, financial intermediaries, being venture capital funds uh, or, or, or banks. And the infrastructure innovation window is um, the window where we provide uh, direct loans, venture debt, risk sharing um, to uh, individual borrowers, or again, working uh, with uh, intermediaries to uh, ensure that the funding uh, reach the, uh, the, the broad client base. And I think it's here is important to mention also the cooperation with national promotional institutions, which um, was a key requirement uh, of our mandator, uh, the European Commission. And it's something that we managed to develop, thanks to EFSA, over the last two and a half years. Um, National promotional institutions are the banks of the member states that are locally present, that know what the issues are, that uh, know what the clients, uh, who the clients are. So we need those partners to be able to uh, place funding where it's most needed, but we uh, we can't do it on our own. 
So thanks to EFSI, we have scaled up this cooperation with national promotion institutions massively. And um, I think close to 24% of the funding mobilized is done in cooperation with those national promotional banks. Because with them, we can develop financial solutions or investment platforms that are very specific for the particular member states um, so that we can tackle a market failure which is present at that member state. How much, uh, how much is this costing the taxpayers? How, how big is the guarantee? Um, the guarantee was uh, 16 million from the European budget originally, which was also uh, matched with a cash contribution from the European Investment Bank uh, of uh, 5 billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, after the uh, extension of FC uh, last year, the guarantee was increased to um, 26 billion. And the EAB group contribution was also increased to 7.5 billion. But that's a guarantee. That's, that's not the guarantee. Money spent. As you said, that's the backbone of of the FC. On we as a group, we have to on the back on the uh, on the backbone of this guarantee generate investments on our own balance sheet. Mm-hmm. So, how much uh, funding has been mobilized so far? Um, I'm very pleased to uh, to report that. Um, after the last um, investment committee meeting and board meeting, uh, we have managed to reach the target of 315 billion. Um, and uh, we are really proud of that. We have to be very proud of it. You mentioned that about a quarter of, of the FCE investment is, is channeled through national promotional banks, banks in the, the member states uh, that are usually owned by the, the state, right, aren't they? Um, so let's let's give an example. Let's say somebody wants to somebody has a good idea for a business but they can't get funding at the moment. Let's maybe let's take an example. You're from Bulgaria, so let's say someone in Sofia right now has a, a fantastic business idea, but the local bank has said, actually it's too risky for us. What do they do? How do they get FC finance? Um as a matter of fact, the, the guarantee products that we provide to um to local banks, uh, being commercial banks or national promotional banks, are exactly uh, targeting this particular issue um, of banks not willing to take very high risk uh, because of also very strict capital um, capital requirements and supervisory requirements. So um, what we do for them is um, share the risk of a portfolio of investments for smaller companies so that the commercial bank extend the desired funding to a company first at a uh, good affordable interest rate and second requiring less collateral from those bank uh, from those companies uh, because one of the challenges of the small and medium enterprises that are not asset heavy is that they cannot provide uh, the the collateral required by those uh, financial institutions. So by them using an FC guarantee, they are lowering their collateral requirements. Um, and you mentioned my country, Bulgaria. It's a good example I can give. Usually the bank requires 120% collateral. With FC support, they would give you the money for 70% collateral requirements. It's also the issue with the more innovative companies that have less mm-hmm. physical 
assets to to pledge to to, to yeah. banks and uh, those those are the companies that we want to invest more with. Uh, I assume. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. I, mean, I think the whole financial market is uh, really challenged to uh, respond to the rise of, as we call it, intangible economy, where companies that are innovative fast-growing need funding, but they don't have the collateral to provide. And I think in that respect, instruments like EFSE or INUFIN have totally transformed innovation finance in Europe in the last um, uh, two years and a half. And even if we look at um, uh, the group portfolio, now we do uh, uh, the bulk of the investments are for research and innovation. Um, our portfolio consists of uh, smaller transactions, riskier transactions uh, that are really uh, tackling investments in RDI. You mentioned the, these uh, these uh, loans are are targeting more uh, riskier investments, and, and a lot of this is uh, w- done with the idea of de-risking uh, the, the the investment in the private private sector. Does this mean that? These uh, these loans are also more expensive than uh, uh, less riskier products, or, or are we or are we handing are we doing kind of public sector handouts? Um, the pricing that we apply to our clients follows CAB pricing methodology, and it is uh, totally independent uh, of whether a guarantee is available or not. This being said, FC doesn't make uh, investments cheaper for the client because we still provide market pricing. I think this is important, um, especially when we analyze issues related to state aid. Mm -hmm. It was important that we provide uh, a market-based pricing. So essentially, the companies are getting the price they would be getting, except that without FC, they might not be getting the loan at all. That's right. What's your favorite FC uh, project? Personally, I like the German satellite company. I enjoyed that one. You can read about that on our blog, in fact, if you go to eib.org and look for the blog and then look for satellite on the blog. You'll see the nice German satellite company. I always like the idea of that, that it's not being built in Texas or something like that, but it's in it's in Germany. And it's a family business, right? And it's electric. It's an electric satellite. I don't know if you could plug it in, but anyway, it's very complicated and very smart. And the blog post, which I wrote, explains all about it, but I can't really remember how it works. I just remember it was fun. Yours is probably the one about the supercapacitors, which are, which used to be made with, with burned coconut, and now Estonians have figured out how to turn it, how to make supercapacitors, which are something to do with super fast computers without using coconuts without so now we can just coconut. eat the coconuts okay, instead we can have the coconut and the, except they're they're pretty scarce in Estonia anyway so that's probably mm-hmm. the reason why the Estonians came up with with an alternative but yes it's a it's a synthetic alternative to to coconuts and it's um, it allows for a very quick sto- quick storage and release of energy do you have I a favorite no i don't uh, we have you're, you're so probably mezzy, not allowed amazing. to have a favorite. No, no, no. It's like having children. You can't say, <laughs> really, I like this one best. We have financed so many amazing projects. Uh, it's very difficult to uh, to pick a, a favorite one. What was the last one that you looked at? Uh, we have financed, we have approved the project in Spain at the last investment committee, 
which supports a company, um, a social enterprise that provides employment to disabled people. Fantastic. Um, and they employed them in a um, in, um, hotel industry, uh, and they integrate a lot of uh, smart solutions to enable those blind people to, to operate without being visually disabled. Um, so this is one of the projects that we, we looked at last week, and it was an amazing one. So do you now understand what FC is all about? Okay, if you do, I think yeah, we've yeah, done yeah. a good yeah. job. And not only do we understand what FC is all about, but I think also with that last mention of the company in Spain, we have a nice warm, fuzzy feeling about it. And we really appreciate you giving us a warm, fuzzy feeling about something to do with finance. That's what we're trying to do with this whole podcast is make people love finance. Uh, so, Iliana, thank you so much for joining us today. We mentioned a few projects here. If you want to read more about them, you can go to our blog, eib.org, and then look under News and Media for the blog. You'll see it there. You can also find out more about FC, eib.org forward slash EFSI. And you can also find out more of the projects that, uh, that EIB does by subscribing to our new podcast called Future Europe, which introduces uh, projects in all the 28 countries, uh, specifically projects that have an impact on the future of Europe. And some of them are FC projects as well. Yes. And you can be in touch with us if you have other questions about uh, this or other episodes, or if you want us to ask Ileana something else and add it to another episode. I'm at EIBMatt, E-I-B-M-A-T-T on Twitter. And I'm at Allar Tankler, A-L-L-A-R-T-A-N-K-L-E-R. And we'll be with you again next week uh, on a dictionary of finance from the European Investment Bank.